Hello, welcome to the Monday, June 28, 2021 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Jim noticed an increase in scans against LDAP in our uh, port scan database. And well, the big question is kind of why UDP port 389 is affected here. The logs we have are just from firewall, so we don't really know what the payload is necessarily uh, of uh, these uh, scans. But in March, uh, advisory was released pointing out that LDAP uh, can be used to uh, gather the existence or non-existence of accounts and uh, that could possibly be used for reconnaissance. Of course, LDAP could possibly also be used for some reflective denial of service attacks. But it would be interesting to know if anybody has an insight as to what these attacks are attempting to accomplish. And destroying electronic media at scale, of course, can sometimes be a problem. And the DDA looked this weekend at a little sort of home project in destroying some DVDs and CDs that he had sitting around and that basically need to be disposed of. Well, uh, he played with a trill press uh, to trill holes into uh, these uh, DVDs. And that actually didn't work too well. He warns against trying that. Uh, Turned out to be a little bit dangerous because it's hard to clamp down those uh, DVDs uh, securely. So any other ideas are welcome. Uh, I know there are shredders. I've used that in the past. I've sometimes just sort of uh, snapped them. Uh, but even that is a uh, little bit dangerous sometimes as the shards sort of tend to fly away there. Uh, some people have uh, recommended microwaves. Not sure if that's safe for the microwave. And talking about data destruction, lots of stories last week and a couple of readers uh, pointed them out to us about the Western digital uh, my disks that are being erased because they are exposed to the internet. Uh, this didn't make it into a Friday's uh, podcast in part because, well, I say so often, hey, don't expose these devices uh, to the internet. Of course, a little bit irresponsible of companies like Western Digital uh, to kind of market uh, these devices to do exactly uh, that. Apparently, affected devices are also no longer supported and uh, are suffering from a number of different vulnerabilities. I don't think anybody pointed out the particular vulnerability being exploited in uh, this uh, latest uh, set of erasures. Well, I'm talking about devices that uh, shouldn't uh, be exposed to the net, uh, but it's hard to avoid. Uh, these are, well, firewalls and SSL VPNs. Sykesel sent a notice to its customers that they are aware of a threat actor that is compromising these devices using unknown user accounts such as Sycel SSL VPN, Sycel TS, and Sycel VPN test. These accounts are then apparently being used to manipulate the device's configuration. The email from Sykesel is a little bit vague here. It doesn't sound like they're using any known vulnerability. Sounds more like a configuration issue according uh, to this email. But interestingly, uh, Sykesel also recommends that you probably should disable the HTTP HTTPS service from uh, the internet, uh, from the WAN address. 
I'm not uh, familiar enough with these devices uh, to know whether or not this will also disable the SL VPN uh, functionality or whether you can just selectively disable uh, the administrative interface. I link uh, to a tweet that quotes uh, this email. If you are a Cycell customer, you may have already received that email from Cycell directly. And last October, Cisco patched a cross-site scripting vulnerability in its ASA devices, CVE 2020-3580. We do have a proof of concept exploit now for this vulnerability. Positive Technologies did release the proof of concept in the form of a tweet. So it's a, actually a fairly simple, straightforward cross-site scripting exploit that they use here as a proof of concept. Make sure your devices are patched. Uh, there are some reports that this vulnerability may now already have been exploited in the wild. And GData came across a very interesting and scary NetFilter rootkit. The rootkit itself, uh, well, it's not really that remarkable in what it does. It just redirects all your traffic to a very specific IP address in China. What makes this so dangerous is that apparently the rootkit was signed using a valid Microsoft signature. And that's sort of how it originally popped up that GData's uh, uh, filters did detect it as malware, but considered a false positive because uh, the file had a valid signature from Microsoft. Apparently, there is now an investigation uh, ongoing within Microsoft trying to figure out how this particular file ended up uh, being signed. The initial traffic from this rootkit is going to IP address 110.42.4.180 and then port 2081. It's an HTTP connection. So HTTP on port 2081, that in itself may set off some alerts. Well, and that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.